Reporting from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations, this is the Cyber Risk Report. The Cyber Risk Report is a strategic intelligence product created by Cisco analysts that highlights current security issues in mid- to long-range perspectives. The report addresses various risk management categories, such as vulnerability, physical, legal, trust, identity, human, and geopolitical. This report covers the period from January 27th to February 2nd, 2014. The Cisco 2014 Annual Security Report has been released following months of collaboration between threat researchers and other cybersecurity experts at Cisco and Sourcefire. It provides security news from 2013 and our perspective for the year ahead based on data collected through Cisco security products and analyzed by our researchers. For additional information on the Annual Security Report, Go to blogs.cisco.com security. Vulnerability activity for the period remained below the levels at the end of 2013, but is consistent with previous January levels. For January 2014, IntelliShield published 537 alerts, compared with 527 alerts in January 2013. As included in the 2014 Cisco Annual Security Report, we do expect 2014 to continue to show increasing levels of activity, particularly in the area of open source, SCADA, and mobile devices. Highlights for this period include exploit activity targeting the Symantec Web Gateway Management Console reported in July 2012, particularly the vulnerability identified as CVE-2012-2953. Adobe reported an Adobe Reader and Acrobat Use After Free Remote Code Execution vulnerability that could allow an unauthenticated remote attacker to execute arbitrary code. Typically, these types of vulnerabilities are exploited by an attacker that provides a file or link that directs a user to a malicious site using social engineering. Google released the Chrome Stable Channel update for January 2014, correcting two vulnerabilities. Cisco Sourcefire VRT identified four vulnerabilities in Pigeon, a widely used instant message software that allows users to integrate multiple instant messaging accounts into the one Pigeon interface. IntelliShield released a malicious code alert on the POS ROM Trojan, which is a variant of the Black POS malicious software. The malicious code is a memory scraping tool designed to steal credit and debit card data, which may have been used in the multiple retailer compromises throughout the holiday period. Kaspersky reported the identification of a cross-platform Java Trojan malicious code that exploits vulnerabilities in Oracle Java SE versions 5, 6, and 7. The Trojan joins the infected system to a botnet, which allows it to be used in distributed denial-of-service attacks. Investigators of the target compromise have identified vendor account credentials in the BMC Performance Assurance for Microsoft servers that may have been used by attackers to gain or increase their access in the network. As this and other holiday retailer investigations continue, organizations are advised to monitor the details as they become available to ensure their networks and systems are not impacted by the attacker's methods. Security researchers identified multiple vulnerabilities in multiple vendor 3G and 4G USB modems that could allow an attacker to steal login credentials. The vulnerabilities were identified in the USB modem built-in web servers. IntelliShield published 115 events last week. 74 new events, and 41 updated events. These alerts are available via the IntelliShield Alert Manager service. Visit www.cisco.com go IntelliShield for more information.
In the mobile risk management category, Dr. Webb reported a new Android bootkit malware and infections of an estimated 350,000 devices. Infected devices have been identified globally in China, Germany, Spain, Russia, Italy, the United States, and Brazil. The malicious bootkit makes it very difficult to remove as it will reinstall itself whenever the device is rebooted. The bootkit malware has been recently found in the Android operating system. A unique aspect is that the malware is being inserted into the operating system from the device firmware stored on ROMs and is loaded every time the system boots up. Infection has been seen originating from the supply chains providing firmware to the Android operating system. Once installed, the malware may be called upon to participate in distributed denial-of-service attacks. Cisco has an IPS signature to help mitigate malware if the hosts on the network are actively infected. The CVE identifier is CVE-2013-2465 with an IPS signature ID of 2557-0, release S738. In geopolitical news, the United States Senate Select Committee on Intelligence held its annual hearing on major threats to national security in late January. Attended by national intelligence community officials including the Director of National Intelligence, General James Clapper, and the Director of Central Intelligence, John Brennan. The assessment listed cyber as the top threat to national security for the second year in a row and broke down cyber threats into three basic types, exploitation, disruption, and destruction. It also enumerated some of the key issues and disruptive technologies that made headlines in 2013, including global internet governance negotiations, major breaches impacting private enterprises, and the emergence of the Internet of Things. The annual threat assessment is as much a barometer of U.S. government perceptions of threats as it is a list of the threats themselves. The report also reflects the headlines of the past year. Comparing the section on cyber in this year's report to last year's, a few things stand out. In 2013, cyber topped the ODNI's list for the first time, and the report, in effect, defined cyber as an emerging threat to U.S. national security. It called out the risk to critical infrastructure, cyber espionage, and negotiations over Internet governance. Moreover, having defined the threat landscape already, this year's assessment more specifically described disruptions to businesses and new technologies that make the landscape more complex. Information security professionals will find the three-page overview of the cyber threat a good reference point for the threat environment as it stood at the beginning of 2014. While recognizing that the threat and our perceptions of it may evolve as fast as the next news cycle, Finally, in the human risk management category, as the Syrian Electronic Army, SEA, continues to exploit and compromise social media accounts of some top brands, more details are being reported on the tactics used in the phishing attacks and compromises. Following compromises of CNN, Microsoft, and law enforcement documents, most recently, sources reported the social engineering exploits and extortion involved with attempting to gain the at n one character Twitter account. The lengths the attackers go in these exploits and tactics used have been repeatedly successful in compromising accounts. Phishing attacks continue to be a leading attack vector and these attackers continue to improve and modify their tactics, techniques, and procedures. These latest attacks demonstrate those continued changes which continue to fool users and lead to social media, system, and network compromises. As we have discussed before, there are technical capabilities to prevent and mitigate social engineering exploits, but users are ultimately the last defense. Training and testing users to be cautious and identify these types of emails remains controversial and the results questioned for effectiveness. 
but this type of training has generated a whole new commercial market of companies offering and running the training and testing of an organization's users. Security teams may consider this type of training and testing along with the technical controls to assess their organization's vulnerability to these attacks while also improving their users' skills and vigilance. This concludes the Cyber Risk Report for this week. To read the full report, visit www.cisco.com go SIO and select the Cyber Risk Reports link. Tune in for next week's report from Cisco Security Intelligence Operations. Thanks for listening and stay safe.